Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hour two of the program, we'll have Willie Fritz, Tulane football head coach on the program. Also, Alvin Kamara spoke out at camp today, the Saints running back. We will hear from him in just a little bit. Let's get to some text, and then we'll talk about the Pro Football Hall of Fame having a little or really a lot of Louisiana flavor when they're going to get inducted tomorrow. Here is one from the 504. Can't wait to see you at the VIP tailgate. You and Steve will be my new drinking buddies. Well, I probably won't be able to drink then. As uh, And and look, I don't uh, begrudge anybody who does that. I am just somebody who has never – this is true. I have never once taken – a sip of alcohol um, while I'm on air or before I'm on air. I almost did, and this is the truth. I think Christian will tell you this. I almost, and we were, it was so hot and, and we were, were out of bottled water when we were at this Pelicans draft fest. So, so I almost broke down and said, just bring me a cold beer, but they actually were out of beer too. So I almost, I almost for the first time in my career just had that because I was so parched and dehydrated, but it didn't happen because they didn't have any of it. So there you go. But I will be your buddy out there. Yeah. If you're wondering what he's talking about, well, we got to push this once every hour. So let's do it at WWL. Of course, you're all Saints fans or VIPs, and we want you to experience this new VIP tailgate that the texter was talking about. It's going to be at Benson Tower during all home games or actually before all home games. And we've got your chance to win tickets to this. I've heard they're valued at about $150 per pair. And you can win a pair of tickets, again, when you listen to Sports Talk every weekday during training camp. And here's what you get with that experience. Three hours before kickoff, before each home game, it's all you can eat, all you can drink, premium open bar, and get this. Celebrity chef Aaron May of the Food Network is going to be there giving you a delicious buffet. This is at Benson Tower that overlooks Champion Square. It's right next to the Superdome. Kind of really doesn't get better than that. And what the texter was mentioning, we're going to be out there for this. We were signed and sealed, Steve Court and myself, for fans' first take. We will be there during all these home games. It's going to be real spectacular. So listen to Sports Talk each day, and you'll have your chance to win tickets to the new Saints VIP tailgate at Benson Tower from our partners at bullseyeeventsgroup.com and Saints Radio WWL. I do want to mention again, game tickets are not included, but you don't need game tickets to go to this. So even if you don't have season tickets, you can't afford maybe to get into a game, what better way than to surround yourself with black and gold diehards than coming to this? Again, bullseyeeventgroup.com and Saints Radio WWL. I also cannot wait for this. So the Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 2019 is going to be inducted tomorrow at 6 p.m. local time at Central Time in Canton, Ohio. It's really cool from a local perspective here where we're broadcasting in New Orleans and Louisiana as this group has a distinct Louisiana flavor. Three players have ties to the Pelican State. Most prolific of that group, Ed Reed. The former Baltimore Ravens safety, ball-hawking guy that played a dozen seasons in the league, all but one of those with the Ravens. Uh, played a couple of teams at the end of his career in the last year. Born in St. Rose. Went to high school at Destrehan. And he holds or is tied for six different NFL records. Six different records. 
It's incredible. One of those records, he's the only player in league history to return an interception, a punt, a block punt, a fumble for a touchdown. It's incredible. He also has the most multi-interception games in NFL history with a dozen, 64 interceptions, 643 tackles, nine defensive touchdowns in Ed Reed's career. More amazingly, maybe, nine-time Pro Bowl selection, eight-time All-Pro. And he was the NFL's Defensive Player of the Year in 2004. And just from a team perspective, when you talk about the great defenses in league history, there's no doubt that that Baltimore Ravens group is right there with the 83 Bears, with the Purple People Eaters, the Steel Curtain, the, the Legion of Boom. That's that's probably the five most prolific defenses in NFL history, and he was a big, big part of that. Mike Dettelier, NFL football and college football analyst for WWL. He's actually covered Ed Reed since he was he was a youngster going to high school at Destran. Great perspective Mike has on Ed Reed. Here's what Dettelier says about Reed's induction and how he remembers him. Yeah, no doubt. Ed Reed will be in his gold jacket tomorrow night. That ceremony starts around 6 o'clock Central Time. The other NFL records that he has tied for the most career playoff interceptions with nine. He has the longest interception return for a touchdown at 107 yards. The most interception return yards in his career with just under 1,600. He's tied for the most career blocked punts return for touchdowns. Three, three blocked punts return for touchdowns. That is a rarity to do it three times in your career. It's kind of incredible. He also has the most multi-interception games in his career with 12. Also has five different Ravens franchise records that stand today. Ed Reed will be a Hall of Famer tomorrow. So there's Ed Reed. Second guy from Louisiana that will be inducted tomorrow is center Kevin Mawai, who spent 16 seasons in the NFL playing center, played with the Seahawks, was drafted by the Hawks, then he played with the Jets and Titans, probably most remembered for his time with the Jets. He's actually a, a, a member of the New York Jets Ring of Honor in stride there. Mawai went to high school in Leesville, Louisiana, played his college football at LSU, well-documented there. He was All-SEC at LSU in 1991 and 93. And like Ed Reed, he was an eight-time All-Pro selection, also an eight-time Pro Bowler. Right now, Kevin Y is an offensive assistant at Arizona State. There was a time not too long ago, just a couple of years ago, well, I guess it's almost a handful of years ago now, that Mawai approached LSU about becoming a member of their staff. And I didn't, I didn't know all the details of this story, but apparently he was kind of shooed away, turned down by Les Miles. Here's Mike Dettelier talking about that. Yeah, he's a, he's a big part of that staff, kind of a, one of the – Hot young assistants. Well, he's not young, but he's a hot new assistant in the Pac-12, and a lot of people are talking about him as a future head coaching candidate if he wants to do that. And again, Kevin Owai and Ed Reed, part of the NFL 2000s All-Decade team. Big, big honor. Whenever you're part of those All-Decade teams, you're going to be a Hall of Famer. It's just a matter of time. So there's those two kind of new schoolers, and then you got an old schooler. And I was telling this story on our Facebook live chat at the top of the hour. Johnny Robinson is kind of a, a student of NFL history. Even before I got here to New Orleans a decade ago, I always thought it's crazy that Johnny Robinson was not an, a pro football Hall of Famer. He, he was just seen as one of the best safeties of all time in the NFL, certainly of his era, probably the best safety of his era, if not one of the best. He was drafted by the Dallas Texans in 1960. Now, if you're wondering, well, who are the Dallas Texans? They actually became the Kansas City Chiefs. 
a couple of seasons later. So he spent 11 seasons in professional football, all with the Texans, then Chiefs. He was born in Delhi, Louisiana, played his college football at LSU, and named a part of the AFL's all-time team. So first few years in the league, he was with the Chiefs, well, Texans and the Chiefs who were in the AFL. That was before they merged, and you had the NFL. He was a six-time All-Star in the AFL, snagged 57 interceptions in his career, totaled 17 touchdowns, and what's interesting about that, many of those are on the offensive side of the football. First few years in the league, he actually played offense for Hank Stram and the Chiefs, uh, Texans Chiefs. Then he played defense. A lot of his players played both ways back then, remember. Robinson's part of the Chiefs Hall of Fame already, and there he won three AFL championships and also won a Super Bowl with that franchise. Mike Dettelier on uh, Johnny Robinson, certainly glad, finally, like me, Robinson's going to be a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Johnny Robinson, finally a Hall of Famer. I, I couldn't agree with Mike more. This is, this is, frankly, this is decades overdue. Should have been in the Hall of Fame a long, long time ago and just kind of got left behind because he played in an era before that AFL-NFL merger. At least, uh, you know, a big portion of his career was before that merger. It's going to be a special, special night for Louisiana football fans tomorrow night. I know it's a Saturday. You're going to be out and about probably, but if you get back in and you get a chance to take in that Hall of Fame induction ceremony, look, if you're a, a football fan in Louisiana, you need to be part of that audience. It'll be on the NFL Network beginning at about uh, 6 o'clock Central tomorrow night. I have an article about this online. I kind of profile these three players. The headline, Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 2019, includes three players from Louisiana. We've also embedded all of Mike Dettelier's conversation with Deuce McAllister and Bobby Hebert about these three guys. It was a great conversation. If you missed it on Sports Talk, I highly suggest that you go check it out. Going to be cool. I'll be a member of that audience tomorrow night. 504-260-1870. Look, if you saw any of these guys play, you want to sound off on some Louisiana native sons getting inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, love to hear from you. 504-260-1870. Our text line is 870-870. The last lap continues after this. I'm Seth Dunlap on WWL. Here's a text from the 504. What about the Dome Patrol? I don't know. What about them? It's text out of nowhere. I don't, I don't understand. We're talking about the Hall of Fame induction class of 2019. Are you asking, do I think that they're one of the best defenses in league history? One of the five best? No. No, I don't. Being honest there. I don't think you asked. If I had Bobby Yeager or Deuce or anybody else who played for this franchise sitting right next to me, I highly doubt, even with their black and gold colored glasses on, that they would make the argument that, those defenses were one of the five best in league history. And I guess that's what you're getting out there. Because I, I told you, Ed Reed, a member of those Baltimore Ravens defenses that are widely regarded as one of the five best in league history. I mean, you got the Ravens. Apparently, I said the 83, uh, 85 Bears. I knew that. I don't just uh, speaking with what I was reading. The 85 Bears, you've got the, uh, the, you know, the Purple People Eaters, the, certainly the Legion of Boom. Maybe that one year Tampa won the Super Bowl. I mean, there's four there. Uh, the Steel Curtain. I mean, all those come to mind. I'm just being as objective as I can before the Dome Patrol. Dome Patrol was fantastic. You go top 10, Dome Patrol might be in there. Top five? No, no, I don't think so. We had a really funny story by Mike Triplett, who did this. Uh, our, our buddy, who's a writer for ESPN's NFL Nation, covers the Saints there at ESPN.com. 
about Zach Wood, the Saints' long snapper. Now, the Madden releases today, and Cam Jordan was talking about just how much, and I asked him this directly about how much the Madden ratings have become a topic of conversation in the Saints' locker room. And uh, uh, Logan, I want, can we play that bite early here before I get into this? Uh, Cam Jordan talking about, uh, I asked him you know, how much of a conversation this is. We're going to play this later in the show too, but we'll just bring it up early here because I want to talk about Zach Wood and what he did with Madden today. Here's Cam Jordan on the ratings. Pretty good stuff. <laughs> C, we just thought, Logan, just cut that last part up. C-plus friends out here need some A-plus friends. That's an all-time soundbite just taken by itself from Cam Jordan. But he's right. This has become a topic of conversation across the league. Now, Zach Wood probably feels like the most disrespected guy in the NFL. That's because he was given the lowest rating in the league at a 36. You go from 1 to 99 in Madden, he was a 36, the long snapper for the Saints. That tied him with Oakland Raiders long snapper Trent Sieg. Well, Wood, not so happy. He decides, along with the Saints media staff, to post a video response to this where on his first try, 15 yards away, we've got one of the players holding. I'm not sure who the player holding the copy of Madden in his right hand. He's holding it out, and Zach Wood nails bullseye that copy of Madden, knocking, knocking it out of the player's hand with his first try. You know what's crazy about this? Well, a Madden rep after that emailed the Saints and said, his ratings are going to go up, I guess, just from that snap. So nice job, Zach Wood. Little clapback's going to work. You're going to get a ratings boost in Madden. Wood, I guess, later repeated his feat. This is according to Mike Triplett when he made a cameo appearance at the Saints Daily Quarterback Challenge, which featured the team's quarterback playing a version of skeet shooting with copies of the video game. That's a direct quote from the article by uh, Mike uh, Triplett. And yes, they did. We saw the skeet shooting out there. We did not. It was happening right behind us when all the players were coming back and forth to the podium out of the training facility. And it, it, apparently the skeet shooting, they were skeet shooting copies of Madden. <laughs> it's pretty good stuff. Good on you, Zach Wood. I like that. It was the story of the day. And in fact, because of that, today's player of the day, it's going to be Zach Wood. Who's going places? Well, apparently in Madden, it's Zach Wood. By Toyota dealers, let's go places. Also, all of today's Saints training camp sound and interviews brought to you by the sound banking of First American Bank, a banking tradition since 1910. Let's go to the phone lines again, 504-260-1870. Patrick in River Ridge. What's going on, Patrick? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, I, I just want to be clear. I want to make sure that I, I heard you right. Are you saying the Saints 87 through 90 Saints weren't the best defense in the top five? Not in the top five in the league, man. League history. That, that is insane. That that was probably the second best defense ever to step on the field next to the 85 pairs. That that defense gave up an average of 17 points a game, and Bobby Abair and Carl Smith couldn't score more than 17 points. That team should have won four Super Bowls. Okay, sure. it was a great defense. Great defense, Patrick. No, it was Seventeen. Seven, I mean, no one Patrick. Did. Patrick, we're gonna have a okay. conversation. You're gonna shout over me. All right. Okay. Seventeen points a game in that era, right? Yeah. The Baltimore Ravens allowed about thirteen points a game during their era in the mid two thousands. 
during that era. The Legion of Boom allowed 13.6 points a game in this pass-happy league. The Tampa Bay Bucks in 2000, I think they were about 12 points a game. The Steel Curtain, the Purple People Eaters. I'm sorry, anybody objective about this, and I'm objective. I'm not putting on my black and gold <laughs> colored glasses here. I, they're not a top five defense in, in history. I'm not trying to bash this. You go top ten, they're probably in there. But I think I think you're completely off base if we're being honest, and you're just way too dialed in here locally and not taking a big picture look at the NFL. You know, I've, I've watched many games in the NFL, and I, I don't have black and gold glasses. And that, that was a totally different NFL. It, it was a much tougher NFL than what we have today and what we've had in the last 10 years. And – Hey, Patrick, hold that side. I'm going to let you finish, but we've got to take a hard break. Hold on. We'll let you finish. 60 seconds. All right, let's go back to Patrick, who's talking about the best defenses in NFL history. We're on this topic because um, I made a comment that I will stand behind for forever on this one, at least till somebody breaks this, that Ed Reed played on one of the five best defenses in NFL history uh, when he played on those Ravens defenses in the mid-2000s. But, Patrick, uh, we just had to cut you off. We have a hard break, but you can continue, man. No, it's okay. No, the, the, the Ravens' defense was incredible. I'm just saying that the Saints' defense was, was much tougher. I mean, those, those linebackers, look, they went against Joe Montana. But I, I don't have all the stats in front of me. I watched those games. I've never seen the defense take over a game like they did. They owned you. The only other defense that came close was the 85 Bears. And I, I've, I, I watched those, those Ravens' uh, defenses. Yeah, yeah, no, and I get it. And Patrick, I think, look, every this is an opinion, right? So I'm not trying to diminish other people's opinions. I'm just telling you my very firm opinion on this. And I'll also, I'm just being honest. NFL players, NFL insiders, league historians, in mass would be on my side on this. That doesn't always mean that that we are right or that your opinion is invalid. But I will tell you. They're not look, we love those we love those dome patrol defenses, but they're not top five. And I think if you just Google best defenses in league history, I don't know if they show up even in the top ten on most of these lists. We'll see. Now this got the phone lines uh, lit up. Thanks for the call, Patrick. Appreciate the conversation. That was a good one. James and Hammond. James, what's going on? Uh, I just want to tell you I coached Ed Reed when he was a little kid. Oh yeah? Yeah, in Jefferson Parish. He he played in Jefferson Parish. Uh, before he moved to Destrehan. How, how, did, you, did you see the Did you see the talent when he was young? How young was he when he coached him? Uh, nine, ten, all the way up to about twelve. And he was just a beast then, I'd imagine, James. Right? Yes, he, yes, he was. He could play any sport. He was good at every sport. There you go. You excited and, to see him inducted into the Hall of Fame tomorrow night? Yes, yeah, uh, I, I got an autographed jersey and a frame from him uh, from the, from the Ravens with his signature on it. That's awesome, man. That's really cool. That was a, that was, a, that was a Father's Day present to me. That's awesome, man. Well, James, it's really cool. Make sure you hang on to that one. And it's, uh, it's a big-time piece of memorabilia. And it might be worth a pretty penny, too, of course, now that Reed's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Thanks for listening tonight, James. Good stuff. Let's go to Philip in Mississippi. Philip, welcome to The Last Lap. Seth, how you doing? I'm good, Philip. Great, great. I was fortunate uh, to see Johnny Robinson play in the Super Bowl when he played the Vikings. Oh, yeah. 1970 and Tulane Stadium when uh, Chiefs beat the Vikings. 
Yeah, man. Mike Dettelier talked about that and how he made that interception when he was laying on his rear end and then got up and, you know, stuck the number one finger up and stuff as the AFL was not supposed to beat the NFL again, right? It wasn't supposed to happen. And all of a sudden you had him beating him twice in the first, uh, you know, first few Super Bowls. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's long overdue for him getting in uh, the hall. You know, so I'm just glad, you know, glad for him. Man, him and his family. Long, long overdue, Philip. Just, I, 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 this should have happened decades ago, and the only reason that he's not in, and, and, is just because he didn't play his entire career in the NFL, and he played in an era that is long forgotten, even by the the vast majority of Hall of Fame voters right now. But they got this right. Thank goodness. He's finally, finally in here. It's Johnny Robinson, Ed Reed, Kevin Mawai as well, three Louisiana native sons that will be inducted into that Pro Football Hall of Fame tomorrow. We're going to take a break. When we come back, more of your calls if you'd like to talk about the inductions. We can even talk about the best defenses of all time. That was a good conversation that we had. 504-260-1870. Our text line is 870-870. Also coming up, Tulane coach Willie Fritz as Tulane opened their camp. Big season for the Green Wave. We'll hear from Coach Fritz this hour on the last lap here on WWL. I like that conversation, best defenses of all time. I'm a defense-first guy in the NFL. I always am. I'm one who thinks and is a little bit tired of the the trend of empowering offenses in the NFL. I'd like to go back to an era where – at least some of the time, and we still get this once in a while, but at least some of the times you have these, you know, 13-10, 13-7, 17-14 games between really good teams. You get this in the playoffs sometimes. I mean, look at our Super Bowl last year. But it's all about the offense. It's all about the passing game now. Yeah, I just don't I, – I, look, Dome Patrol was great, but anybody arguing that Dome Patrol was better – then those Ravens defenses, either in 2000 before Ed Reed was there or the mid-2000s when Ed Reed was there. I just, I'm just being objective here. I just, I just don't see it. And I, I would imagine, I haven't had this specific conversation with Bobby or Deuce, but I would imagine that they're, they're right on the same page with me. I mean, Bobby was, was on those, those teams. He'd probably tell you the same thing. I'll ask him about that next week when I see him or this weekend when I see him at Saints camps. It'd be a, I mean, that'd be a great piece just to do a video on and talking about the best defenses of all time. Just something random we could do here in, in training camp. Let's get to a couple of texts at 870-870. Text from the 504. Patrick was trying to say based on the quality of their opponents, which they can't control, so it really doesn't matter. The quality of opponents, he brought up to 17.6 points a game, which in any era in the NFL is really good. Really, really good. I mean, I guess except you're talking the the leather helmet days, but yeah, and, the, and that time frame, late '80s, early '90s, that was great. But for example, again, at Legion of Boom, 14 points a game. Ravens, 13 points a game. Uh, you had that 2000 Tampa Bay and 99 Tampa Bay defense that was right at 13 points a game. And the, the offenses in the NFL during those eras were just objectively better, more dynamic. Was a higher scoring league then. You had the Giants, what was it, 86? That Giants defense in 86 was another one you could probably put on that list. The 2015 Denver Broncos, which from a pass defense perspective was right there with the Seattle Seahawks and the best pass defense and pass rush I have ever seen. I told you the 85 Bears. I mean, the list goes on and on. The purple people eater Vikings, the steel curtain Steelers. Yeah, there's just there's just too many in my mind. But 
Great conversation. I love it. I mean, it's just opinions. That's why we do the show. Uh, Tulane coach Willie Fritz, he was on Sports Talk earlier this week. Tulane opening up their football camp yesterday, big year for the Green Wave, as they try to make back-to-back bowl appearances for the first time um, in their modern history. Here's Coach Willie Fritz. I love the chat about the best defenses of all times. We'll get into it next hour. I'm sure Nate Lejeune will like to get in on this. Uh, Right now, though, more sound from Saints training camp. Again, today's training camp sound and prime cuts brought to you by the sound banking of First American Bank, a banking tradition since 1910. Alvin Kamara, really interesting stuff here on his off-season training regimen was completely different. He was doing stuff with his balance and he spoke at length about that today out of training camp. That was Alvin Kamara earlier today at Saints camp. Interesting stuff there. Look, uh, Nate Lejeune's in studio a little bit early. We're going to talk a lot of Madden with him. Uh, give me – I will not give you a rebuttal, Nate. First of all, Nate is the commissioner of the OF, OMFL, and you also do some really cool stuff here locally. I know you're in partnership with the Saints. What are you, what are you doing uh, now, Nate? Yeah, partnerships, uh, a loose term, but yeah, uh, for Uptown Sports. Um, Pull that mic in front. Yeah, yeah, yeah we right got there. you. Uh, at Uptown Sports, is, is I'm the city director and regional trainer for Uptown Sports. And what we do is we train and support coaches and programs to teach life skills through sports. And so, luckily, with our partnership with the Saints, um, uh, they're able to, to kind of help give us some space a lot of times. We'll work with their community relations team, uh, their community team that's out doing these uh, Saints and Pelicans like pop-up mini camps. So we'll work with their team to give their team the skills that they'll need to work with kids. So, yeah, that's my work stuff that I do. But I, I know we're here today to talk about some Madden. But you got me all fired up. I know. I, okay, I'm not going to have – I, I do. We got yeah. one minute. Once that clock hits 9.59.30, we're going to have to stop. But until then, give me – I will not got, rebut. Look, I've heard Saints some, defense top five, according to you? All time? Look, we can argue top five. That's okay. debatable. Right. I think they squeeze in at five, personally. We're, I think ta- they, we're talking Dome Patrol, by the way. Anybody just join I us. I think they squeeze in. Look, I've heard some ridiculous things today on <laughs> WWL. Okay. I've heard Bobby talking about he likes his players small and hard. I'm hearing you put uh, the Seattle Seahawks defense over the Saints Dome Patrol. You don't even put the Saints Dome Patrol in the top ten. Are you kidding me here, Seth? I almost wrecked. I almost I ran past the copy, pulled me over. <laughs> I said, listen, put it on WWL right now. Listen to Seth. He took the, the Dome Patrol out of the top ten. He said, you go and you go argue with that guy. So I had to get here. There we go. Okay, the texter agreeing with you. 1992 Saints defense allowed 12.6 points per game. Wayne Martin led the team with 15.5 sacks. Ricky Jackson, 13.5. Pat Swilling, 10.5. Defense finished the year with 57 total sacks. I'm sure we'll get into this next hour. This is a good random conversation. All right, Nate's in studio. We're going to talk Madden. It's Madden release day. Maybe we'll stick around for two-minute drill trivia, too. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 